What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 22. As always, I am James Ferry. Hi, everybody. I'm Aaron Penny. Hi, everybody. I'm Jared Scott, if you don't remember. (laughs) This is episode 22, week 23. We almost went... You know, we went we went twenty one weeks Shit. Well, in a row, and then we missed one because our lives took over. No, we missed. I don't know. It felt long. It did feel yeah. like a long break, but man, it's been busy, busy since school started. Yeah. Between all of us, I felt like you know, coach, teacher, maid. Yeah. You know, bitch. Janitor. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, get I throw in janitor. I'm sure you do a lot of custodial oh, duties yeah. as well. Oh, oh and I feel bad. Like you know, even our custodials, man, our janitor and. They're working their tails off too, yeah. man. Like I, every morning that I mean, our our main lady, I always I'm like, thank you, like because you can just see it in her eyes because she used to get off like at two or three o'clock. No, nah, man, she's still there until like five or six o'clock. Yeah, and she gets there at like five or six o'clock. And what a lot of people don't know is when that when that head custodian when when the night person is out if they can't get a replacement, yeah. that head custodian usually just stays well, and just does it all. Well, right. I think they said so they cut. They had to make cuts on that too. Yeah, they so, had, but but at the same time, you know the the pride that comes along with that job. They're not most of them don't do it. Most of them will just stay and clean it. Yeah, like but, it's amazing. But yeah, I mean, I'm thankful for those people. Yeah, Thank so am I. Mean, I mean, they do a great job. They keep the school running. If if it yeah. wasn't for them, we could not operate it exactly. Man. Level. Like I know that we. I mean, there's a lot of like I know we bitch and complain about a lot. And yeah, you sure do. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing I am very very thankful and blessed for it are are our, our, our custodians, man. Yeah, and then our cafeteria ladies too. They've been working their butts off, sacking lunches and all that lunches and breakfasts and setting up the coolers. I mean, goodness gracious! So has at the middle school or at least at Bowie has it has it kind of shifted the way they do meals? I mean, ours is oh, a little yeah. bit different. We have one grade in the cafeteria at a time, and that's about the only difference. And then we have we created a, a separate cafeteria in the old gym. Nice. So it's. It's spread out it's, more. Yeah, it's spread out more, but man. But it, it's, it's still a chore, man, to, to get all the kids, you know, in and out and get them, you know, spread apart. It, it's it's a headache. Now, do, do middle schools don't have open campuses here, right? No. Well, we're still kind of considered, well, an open campus. Like, our kids still walk outside and all that. Yeah, yeah, but they but don't. There's they not can't like, leave. They no, can't they leave. Can't oh, leave. Okay. Yeah. But they can they can walk around and so take their lunch to different it's, areas. It's different funny. Areas. One of my students was like, "Hey, coach, can I call my dad or mom to bring me lunch?" I was like, "I don't know what the rule is on that right now. Like, I don't know if they. I mean, I know they can't come. Like, they can't come. Yeah. Like, can't but I don't. Dessert. I don't know what the rule is on bringing food. You know. Yeah. So she went and asked, and then she came back. She's like, "Okay, so they can bring me food from home, but they can't bring me food from like McDonald's or." So and that may be a campus by campus. Decision. Yeah. Well, I was kind of like, and she's like, well, I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, I don't get that, but just let it be. If I like, yeah. if you really want a meal, bring it. Yeah. Just yeah. bring it. Like, don't be embarrassed to bring your own lunch. Yeah. And at middle school, at, at junior high, is, is it? It's considered a junior high because they're yeah. not, they're not fifth grade campus too. Um. Yeah. I would. I would almost advise children to consistently take meals because you are at the peak of your growing when you're. 12 to 14 yeah. years old you're gonna get hungry exactly kids mm-hmm. take food to school yeah. no one will judge you everyone will actually be jelly yeah peanut exactly. butter jelly uh, exactly hey look at me i'm eating good chips <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> look look at my veggie straws yeah, i brought veggie straws right? and it's the zesty ranch yeah exactly that's the whitest. 
You ever had the veggie straws? Hell yeah, man. Dude, those are so good. But, you know, they cost anal leakage, right? No. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that is so or, sh- or, How do you know that? Fact, or maybe, maybe it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I remember not, not, not anal leakage um, or veggie straws, but the little, like, the little puffs from when the girls were babies. Oh. You know, the little things that just dissolve. Yeah, they just dissolve. Yeah, those are, those are weird. <laughs> they really are. And there's, you can eat like a hundred of them. And it's the same calorie as like three M and M's. It never, yeah. I never really understood that, but science. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> touch science. We're gonna touch sports in this podcast, which we really don't usually do, but we feel like we need to based on the bullshit that was last night. Yeah, last night, the entire Jesus day, Christ, man. You know, sitting across from two tech fans and tech grads, and God, I'm a huge a OU fan, OU Whoa. student. You know, I mean, I don't, I mean, we both were broken hearted uh, yesterday. You know, but golly, man, I just don't know where to start. Like, ah, like that, that really like sick. It's sick in my, look, it's sick I, in I, me I, I feel for, I feel for both of you because like, here's the thing. When I saw, when I saw Bowman put the damn horns down, I'm like, no, don't do that. Cause I was going to go and talk shit on Facebook. And then I was like, no, <laughs> right. I'm not going to do it. Right. I have a gut feeling something's going to happen. And God, God. Three minutes. There was a little over three minutes. It was like three minutes, 13 seconds left. Up by 15. I thought the game was totally over. There's no way. No fucking way. The onside kicks, dude, the past week in the NFL, college. Right? I mean. Like, teams never come down with the onside kick. Yeah, like, the like, percentages are very low. Very, very low. And here's the thing. Like. Even me as a coach, like I tell my kids, if you're not going to catch it, kick, kick, punch the damn ball out of bounds. Yes, yeah. who yes. cares? Like, punch it don't out. cause an yeah. interception. Don't try to pop it up in the air. Like, no, like to punch it out. Punch, punch it, it out. Yeah. Kick Get it out. it out of the way. That's yeah. what I thought he should have done, but he, he tried to grab it, went right through his hands, and then Texas comes up with it. Yeah. Uh, Man, I remember back in the days, like you got the onside, you can just pick it up, keep running. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. You know. The problem with Texas Tech sports in the last few years, let me rephrase, the problem with men's football and basketball, Texas Tech sports <laughs> the past few years, has been their inability to close, oh, well, like yes. the majority of Texas Tech men. Yeah, exactly, man. Can't close their legs. Shame on you, men. Well, I remember, remember the high STD I, rating yeah, when we yeah. were there in the well, early 2000s, I, well, man? Yeah. Well, I remember that time. Be, I, I mean, I felt like him sometimes when I was there because... I'd be on a good game, and then I'm talking about my love game, and <laughs> and then I got shut down. <laughs> I, got, I feel it. <laughs> you met a girl. She gave she gave you your number when you were working out at the strip. You're like, oh yeah, all right, girl. You go in. You go to Linwood Apartments. <laughs> you meet up with her, and the next thing you know, nothing happens, nothing and you happens. go home sad. Yep. You know, I was I was really looking forward to being happy for the city of Lubbock, which I I despise very much, but beating Texas. They deserved a big win like that. Well, it, they haven't had one in so long at home. It's just, I mean, fuck that. That's shit Trey would say. They they should have they should have <laughs> pulled it off. They should have pulled it off, and Tech they deserved it. Yeah. They, I agree. I agree. They're known from you know years past of pulling huge upsets, and they haven't done that in forever. They I haven't. No, man. And that's that's the sad. And part. It would have been just, huge yesterday if they would have pulled it off. Because like, you're in love it. Right, and yeah. everybody knows it's hard to win in Loving, man. It really is. 
But Texas has shown that, you know, that don't really mean shit now anymore. Like, I just, that's the thing that really pisses me off about Tech football is that when you come to love it, I mean, it's hard to win. You should be ready to lose. And we should make upsets. Yes, we rush to fail for every goddamn thing. But we, ah, it's, just, it's frustrating we, to see. And it's that mentality. Yes. That's the problem. But we, 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 don't always find the be- we don't always find the best players. Well, every once in a while we get a good player. You know, He's it, kind of the it, biggest deal in the I'm NFL have, right now. I'm going to hit OU below in the belt real quick. They have like Cover 42 four to five star players. We don't have very many five star players. We have you we have, have a handful. You have plenty. We have a you handful. Have we have four you or have five. Okay. That's it. Well, you four have or, yeah. But Kansas State at zero. What was they OU? What was OU third? To, the rankings this year are all, are all off, dude. Oh, with with the Pac twelve and the Big Ten. I'm just kidding. Not really factored into matter. the rankings. We, we all choked yesterday. We did. We, did. we did. We teams look, OU should have never been ranked that high to begin with. They're they're in a process of rebuilding. They've got a freshman quarterback. Their defense is still under uh, Alex Grinch. It's, it's not where it needs <laughs> I to be. Saw the funniest meme about that. Meme. So what's his name? Oh yeah, the Wish and the Amazon. Yeah, but so, look. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? But okay, he really did. He looked, like, he looked like the light version, right? Like Bud Light Ice. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see who has the better college career because it's oh, not. Gosh. It's not going to be. Patrick Mahomes, how many games did Tech win when he was there? It don't matter. Go ahead, tell me. Super Bowl. It don't matter. Super Bowl. It don't matter. I don't even think they were ever bowl eligible when he was on talk campus. All, you can talk all this shit. I mean, come on. But he's multi-millionaire. Yeah. Well, who's to say Spencer Rattler won't won't <laughs> have a great <laughs> career and go on to the NFL and be productive? I wish. Y'all always want to lean on his credibility and the success he's grown the past two years. Get the fuck out of here. Ouch. What? I just want to oh. lean on the fact of where, what let's, he's let's doing talk, now. We're now talking is what about it matters. College. What? No, what? We're, no right, we're, okay, talking we're talking about college. Just about many, college. This I'm, is Spencer Rattler's second game. How many, just about how many, You can't compare the two. Hold on. How many OU quarterbacks, OU quarterbacks have a ring on? Have a ring on? Super Bowl ring. Oh, okay. I was about to say, some of them may be married. Some oh. of them. I mean, Super Bowl <laughs> ring. Super Bowl ring, son. Some of them pick up the silicone rings. And the Super Bowl ring, son. Okay. 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 All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> How many Big 12 champions? He's going to throw the Big 12 no, ring. Let's, let's throw, let's throw the, the minute Big 12 championships. No. Tech, zero. National championships, no. zero. Heisman trophies, zero. All-Americans, probably not even 20. I mean, come on. Let's you can't talk, compare the two. Let's say, we're talking colleges. Let's talk hang your hat on a STD rating. Let's talk crime. <laughs> Let's talk frequencies of Starbucks and location and duration. We've got a lot of we got a lot of statistics that we can throw no, out there, James. You, uh, you know what's crazy? The most seven win seasons of all time. <laughs> you know, here's, here's, you know what's crazy is A and M fans. Okay, I don't. I just don't get it. I know they were excited, but they only beat Vanderbilt. By like five points. Oh, dude, that's a terrible win. Like terrible. How do you? How do you? Vandy is awful. They that's always are. They're always the bottom tier of the conference yes. every I'm year. Like why? Why be happy about that? Our buddy Joseph, he was excited that they pulled out the win, but he was also super frustrated. He was texting me about Kellen Mond and how Joseph, inconsistent there you he is. To say about it? No, nah, man, I don't. They've got to pick it up, man. They've got a tough. It, their entire schedule is SEC. This year, I mean, they've got to. You know what's crazy too? Florida, step it up. Florida State needs to just shut up. 
They're terrible. Oh, terrible. <laughs> they are a terrible team. Is, and was Miami really that good? Or was I, I, Florida I State Miami, just really that bad? I don't bad? think Miami's that good. I don't but, think they were that good. It just looked like they didn't. I, I don't know. It looked because I don't pay much attention. It just, just looked like Florida, they didn't show up. Yeah. I mean, Florida State is just god awful, man. Like, it's sad to see a program that was just so dominant, 80s and 90s and early 2000s, now just shit. Like, it is awful. Like, I don't get how. Even Miami, you know, Miami too. I mean, you get some of these best athletes out of Florida. Florida football is just like Texas football. I mean, you got great athletes going. You got four-star, five-star people, but they ain't doing nothing, though. I know, but and I just I – Florida Florida football ain't nothing like Texas well, football. I don't know, but – No, okay, so here, I have a question for you all then. Do you – and maybe you all just know the answer and I don't. Big Ten's coming back in late October, right? Yes. So are they doing their own schedules? Are they kind of mixing in with pre-existing schedules? What's that looking? Are they think, part of the ranking? Like, what I is that going to look like? I think they're just doing just like they're, they're just, just doing. The, they're just playing just, just a circle. Just, just yeah. Just they've got an going around schedule, and I think the Pac-12 when they join, I think in November they're going to have a seven-game schedule. This whole season shouldn't have been played with how. None of the players, none of the teams have had a, a legitimate training camp. There's no spring football. Like it was just a cluster from the beginning. And teams are obviously not prepared as they should be in a normal season. But doesn't that then really show credence to the individual players and not so much the establishment that these coaches have created and these you know, I mean, you of course if you go to Alabama, of course if you go to UT or if you go to OU or if you go to, I don't know, what's another really good school? BYU. These Ohio really State. great <laughs> These really great <laughs> Obviously, these programs are going to make better. We're going to make individuals better. But shouldn't we use this year to kind of look at where the better players are? Because wouldn't it be more raw talent rather than whatever the team can create? Yeah. I mean. I could be wrong. I don't know. Raw but, talent, I mean, it plays a huge factor in any you know, any game, any competition that, that you're a part of. But the behind the scenes, the coaching, the strategic, you know, planning, the philosophy of the game, I mean, that that goes a lot further. You can, like Kansas State yesterday, you, could, you can win with two three-star guys if you have a great scheme, a great plan, you know, going into a game. That coaching staff, you know, did a great job. They made valuable adjustments at halftime that impacted the game. I mean, the, the coaching staff has just as much of an input and effect on the game than even the players at times. Okay, so Not just always. as much, and I want your opinion, just as much or more than? Like, what do you think will make or break? Is, is it the program or is it the player, Aaron? I think it's the program I think overall. usually it's the program. I mean, I've always told myself, I've always, when, when you lose a game, I don't know, in my experience, I don't know, I mean, I'm mad enough to say, yeah, it's my fault. But then there's times like with my players, if they just don't execute mm-hmm. what we've done and done ta- – I mean, we've gone through the whole game plan. I'll tell them, hey, that's your fault. Because, we. I mean, I put on a great gram- – I mean, I felt like I worked my butt off to put the best plan in in your hands to go out and win. Well, and at that age, and, the kids need to know that. They need yeah. to know the errors of, res- of, of what they exactly. have so that they can be responsible now, and fix those. Like I've always told them, like, if if we're in a game and say like we're 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 down by two points, right? We're down by two points. Fourth quarter, there's two minutes left, right? And we haven't done the two. Like I know one time we never practiced. We didn't get to the two minute uh, 
minute practice one time. We haven't got there yet, and it was so early in the season that we haven't tested. Like we haven't, you just got, haven't done it. Yeah. We haven't done it, right? So we, I told him, I said, "This, this is how we're going to do it." We lost, we lost about it, and I looked at him and I said, "That is my fault. That's my fault because I never prepared that for y'all." Right? It wasn't installed. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, exactly. There were no reps taken with that package. Mm-hmm. That's a coaching thing, exactly. And that's a, there's a lot of give and take on that, and that's why I always said the program. Because I mean, you can take you know I've, you could take the worst player and turn it into great players. Yes, you really can. And I, I mean, I see that right now. What a lot of our players that are playing at Cap Rock right now. I mean, they were silver players, and I'm not saying that they were on silver because they were terrible. Because they, they weren't. They were just they're a little bit smaller. They were still learning the game. Yeah, still learning that. And I felt that that was the best position for them to continue learning the game, getting reps. And then when they got to high school, they just kept with it. And now they're they're at a good stage. They're doing good. They're doing well. They're successful. I know the other night we had a game, and yes, we lost uh, what is eighteen to zero or whatever like that. Right. But it, it wasn't it wasn't a terrible game. Like we weren't out talented or anything like that. We just as a program we made mistakes. Mistakes, mistakes that were costly that that put points on the board for the mm-hmm. other team. Great field position, exactly. I mean, it made it it made their their job a lot easier because of the mistakes that and, we created. And I got you know like at halftime those receivers because they were dropping balls and some of them I looked at it and I was like, you know you know what have I've always told you your job is catch the ball, right? Catch the damn ball. <laughs> that is your job, and I, that's that's you. Yeah, that's not that's not us. That is you now. You're you're in a a young adult now, almost an adult. Now it's you. Well, and they want to be in that position. Every kid wants to play. Yeah, and so every kid wants to be able to make that catch. But if they can't make that catch, right. that is on them. And I think another thing, like yesterday with OU coming out of halftime, they were up like 30, 35 to fourteen or whatever it was. They came out flat, and to me, that's a coaching thing. You've got to get these guys up and motivated and ready to go. And it is intrinsically, it's a little bit on them to, you know, get themselves motivated. But you know what? As a coach, you've got to be the the guy to really rally the troops and get them ready to play, motivate them to the highest level. Because if you don't, it's gonna the the results are gonna show like what happened yesterday. You you're at home, you're playing an inferior team. They have five to seven guys out because of COVID related reasons, yeah. and they they played together. And ultimately, you got embarrassed on your own home field. Mr. Massey's, Mr. Massey's talking shit on you, man. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what did he, he say? Uh, he said, uh, he goes, loved it. He was, I was elated. Ha, ha. Bet James a little upset. K-State two years in a row handling OU hey. there, but What happened in the, the 2000s? K-State whooped up on Texas. <laughs> oh, God. Years and years. Oh, I always got to bring my who, That's the, the truth. K-State has had Texas's number. They've had OU's number in the past two years. They're one of those disciplined teams. They're always ready to play. Well, well help a brother out. Give me a number, please. But I you could you numbers. could tell him, hey, fifty six points to Texas Tech. Come on. Okay. Okay. All right. Just they made the Big Twelve look like shit. All of us did. Well, Tech, here, Texas, and OU. Look like we, shit. It looked yeah. like shit. Our president, they said it really good yesterday. Yeah. So let's go into that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, you know, they, he's he. I'm 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 not. It's not like I'm not a fan of him. Yeah. I I am a fan of him. He's funny. I just 
he's he's very interesting. He's, oh, very, he's I, I like him and I don't like him. I think that's why I like him. I for, can tell him he's a douche. Yeah. You know, oh I mean, yeah, but, but we're all douches in our own. Well, and for those of you yeah. who don't know who we're talking about, he's the founder and creator of Barstool Sports and a huge mm. alcoholic. He's a he's I mean, a holy cow. multi-millionaire because <laughs> yeah. of the company that and, he, you know, he started. I, get, I mean, I've always I've always believed that you know, in order to get to the top, sometimes you got to be the asshole. And yeah, and you do. Yeah, and he does it well. <laughs> but I, I mean, he's interesting though, man. I mean, he just kind of he he. So just to talk a little bit about yesterday, he put a ten thousand dollar bet, right? Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollar bet on tech yesterday. On tech, know? what were the odds? I think they were about. Somewhere eight point five. Gosh, I'd be pissed too. Yeah. So now this is the same guy that, and correct me if I'm wrong. He he donated, or he 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 donated two hundred fifty thousand dollars for like a a viewing with Jerry Jones or something, and they they turned down his his I, his his bid or something like that. Isn't know. that correct? I don't know. I don't have my computer. Sounds right. Could be. He's he's done outlandish stuff like that. Oh yeah, because he was like, oh, because he had gotten kicked out of the Super Bowl. Yeah, he, and so because he had gotten kicked out of the Super Bowl, and he apparently had been not he like trespassed or something, they he, wouldn't take his. He interviewed Donald Trump a couple months ago <laughs> in, at the White House. <laughs> so he he hates Roger Goodell too. By the way, loves pizza. Loves pizza. Oh, yeah, loves yeah, pizza. Yeah, Eats yeah. a pizza like every it, day, dude. Yeah, if you haven't checked out his pizza reviews, God, just do it. It's man. A, a, business will like exponentially, you know, grow because of. A good score from him, but yeah. exactly. But at the same time, I mean, it's, it just goes to show that there's some a, a good appreciation. Like he's just a normal dude. Yeah. I mean, he tries to. I know he has millions of dollars, but stay as normal as he possible. tries to stay normal as possible. Well, he know? didn't seem like he's changed. If anything, he's just been been able to be more of himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we all have limitations in our lives that don't allow us to be our full extended selves. Well, so that's. Man, that sucks for Tech because he was really going to bring a lot of publicity to Tech exactly. if they would have won. But he is like straight up, you're dead to me. Dead. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I was like, damn. Good. Man. Fuck Tech. I was like, Ugh. thank God. Oh, shut up. Yeah, but, someone put someone put soap in the fountain the other day at, oh, tech, at the they? Texas Tech fountain. Apparently, it was going to take about a week for all the soap to get out, for all the suds to go away. Damn. Sounds as, yeah, that's a tech move right there. That's pretty cool. Uh, I thought it was pretty, I, I cool. Was pretty cool. James. Not yeah. classy at all. That's oh, what they do. Shut up, man. Don't, you all from Lubbock or are you from Amarillo? I'm from Amarillo. Okay. Uh, born and raised. Shut the I, fuck I up. Spent more, I've spent the majority of my life in Amarillo at this point. I'm so born and raised. From Amarillo. I'm born and raised. Okay. Then get off of Lubbock's dirty dick. All please. right. Well, because yeah, you know, I will say that. It is dirtier. Uh, like it's just windier and James, dustier. James, I had a great time when I was there. Of course. You could have a great time anywhere. A lot of drunk nights, a lot of titties, a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of memories. Yeah, so memories. let's just make sure. I've had a lot of great times in my garage, too, yeah. doing this podcast. That's not yeah, really that gay. <laughs> Good, it was supposed to. Raise your hand if you really? like that. <laughs> it's just Aaron and I. James didn't even like it himself. Exactly. No, I, I'll agree with yeah. you that it's dirty in the sense of it's it's very windy. It's ugly. And it's... Yeah, it's the ugly. wind sucks. Like The, the wind sucks. I remember and getting... Hey, we've got I-40. I remember getting... We've got I-27. Yeah. I-40's better. I remember getting... We have both. Going to class, <laughs> getting pelted with little pebbles in the oh, face. Yeah. Yep. Oh, dude, that was... Oh, the, the haboobs. Yeah. That's crazy. It seems like yeah. the, the dirt... Storms, dust storms down oh. there are a lot worse. Well, yeah, because you got all cotton, you got all the cotton fields yeah. out there. So, yeah, I would, I would think Midland. 
Midland or Odessa. Yeah, they would dude. be they would be the the it's sewn together like it's one butthole, but then they sewed it a little together, so you just have two things. Yeah, you, like that. Have you seen Odessa? Dude, that place is a shithole. Great yeah. people, I'm sure. Yeah. I think I have friends that live there. But, but driving there, I was like, God, like am I gonna die? Let me, like, I mean, <laughs> this, yeah, no. that, am I gonna die? It's just so <laughs> fucking. I mean, we're flat. We've got Powder Canyon. It's even worse down there. Like, there's well, nothing. It's well, just there, there no is a, man's land. There is a canyon. A, you just got to drive out it's there. It's the Cap Rock. It's a little bit. It's, it's 30 miles instead of 15 from here, you know? Yeah. And you just got to find the right spots. It's You got to go find them. That's it. You know what we should do? We should go to Lubbock and go to their four golf, which is like their top golf. Yeah, a great value version that sucks. Have you been there? Yes, I have. Is it? I've never been there. I've wanted to go. It's not it, better than Top Golf. I didn't well, expect it to be no, better. It's, it's not. It's, I expected it to it be the fun. Great Value. First of all, Great Value. There's nothing wrong with Great Value, except for everything that's wrong with Great Value. <laughs> they're 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 um. I like their chocolate milk. Uh, it's just not the same, man. It's not. It's not the same. It's not on par with the, the good stuff with the, with the Top Golf. Yeah. Is it similar, in, at least in some ways? Well, yeah. no, well, it is because you know, like Todd Golf. Okay, you, you hit the ball and boom, it like automatically starts tracking it. Yeah, and all that. And and the thing about the Top Golf, all their little games and all that are fun. You yeah. know, for now the ball itself is just a normal golf ball. Okay. Because behind, because when you hit it, you got to put it in a radar kind of like it has like a radar, yeah. which is still really cool. Yeah, I think it's still that's that's impressive that you're trying to find something, but their games are not as fun as say Top Golf. Okay, but the atmosphere is still kind of the same. Like you know, you get your waitress or waiter, and you get the beer, you get the food. I mean, it's a cool place to hang out. You know, so so what I, would I be? Like that. Why don't we just get lawn chairs and a cooler? And go out to like Preston and get a couple buckets of balls and then just make our own game. There you go. That sounds like a game. Well, it's just as good well, as that well, the thing about, in Lubbock. Well, the thing about it, you got TVs, you got hot bitches mm-hmm. around you. Yeah, that's what my phone's for. <laughs> well, that's what I got my phone and I'll put on some Daisy Dukes for you, Aaron. All right. I, I will say this, though. One thing that Lubbock doesn't have that Amarillo has is rocket brews. And I just, I, you know, I'm sitting here looking at my drink. It's empty. And I would, I could really go for a you rocket brew. You know, the last right time now. I have not, we haven't gone since the, been a the summer, man. I know. We need to. We need I, to I feel bad that we. I mean, we talked about those guys, and I mean, they're awesome guys. We need to get get back out there. Every time I see their drinks on Facebook, I just I'm like, man, I'm I'm gonna go get one. I'm gonna go get one with the shrimp and the beef jerky, and then I get off work and I go home and I make food and I forget. Yeah, man, their their business is booming still. They're always, no matter what time of the year it is, people flock to Rocket Brews and they get themselves a drink because their drinks are so unique. You can't find yeah. those type of drinks really anywhere I, I, unless you really know somebody that, that makes them at home, I, which, yeah. which, I'll, you know, there's not that many people that do that. So it, it's an accessible commodity that, that is, that is very it, like it, it is a gym in the North side of Amarillo. And I hope that they can expand eventually that'd be awesome. bring one to another part of town. And that's, and that's what I was about to say. Like if they could bring one right over here on the, you know, the South side or Southwest side town, I mean, it would be. So I you think to, convenience is another thing? Yeah, I mean, it really is. I hope Even, the guys are listening. They'd have to compete with over here. You know, we have Eskimo Hut, but uh, that, I, mean, I think that's two different things. They I are. They, they are two really, different really things, is. and I know y'all do too. But yeah. they're they're similar in in the format of how it's set it's up. Like, yeah. uh, but uh, the drinks are the drinks are totally different. And here's the thing: like El Tropical, okay? There's one on the Boulevard, and there's one on Grand Street, and 
I, if they would bring one over here, it would be. I think it, they did at one time. At one time, one time, one time, one time, one time, one time. It didn't do well, so they sh- it, they closed the doors. I, I just, but I don't think they promote it. That's the thing. Like they gotta make sure they get it out. Like, I agree. It's promotion. They, yeah, they, it's promotion marketing. You gotta stick your foot out but there. Southside's so yeah. fatty. F a d d y. Like they jump on fads. Like there was that one, the rolled ice cream thing. They are, and yeah. it was packed constantly. And then two weeks later, nobody was there. It's very trendy. Part it of is yeah. very trendy. Like that sweet, that sweet Charlie's. Okay, yeah. It's what's okay. So, what's so okay. special it, about it? How's it different? Well, hold on. From like regular. It's okay, Charlie's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, it's okay. Okay. What is you it? Get, it's just rolled ice cream or yogurt, whatever you want to call it. Oh, you okay. get to pick your toppings and all this. Oh, okay. It's okay. You get to see the person make it. It's a really cool process. Everything like that. You put your toppings and things like that. It's, it's, it's cool. I like it. But number one, you better have time because if you go over there, you're going to spend about an hour in there because if there's a lot of people, you're going to wait for about an hour. You're shitting me. I'm not shitting you. It takes time. It takes a lot of time. The people on the Facebook videos do it in seven minutes. Well, it, it, it's time. It's, it's time. I just, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. It Next, it's, also, it's, it's pricey. It's like seven or eight bucks. And I'm like, I'm, I, I'm like okay, if I don't mind paying it, like seven, eight bucks, okay. But it better be damn good, right? I agree. I mean, that's just how it is. Is I, it? It's Okay. It's like That's what it's I was a, so it's not damn good. So it's yeah. a go there, but then you're not going to continue going there because yeah. because they, they they're not competitive in their pricing. Now I'll go there. Like, here's the thing: I, I don't mind going there because like the little boy likes it. He likes the ice cream. He there likes you. the idea that it's all rolled up. He likes it's fun for him, and, and that's why I keep going. He likes to see him roll it and all that. It's fun. So that it just if it's packed, I'm not going. I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. The I'm texture not waste of the time. ice cream is it comparable to regular ice cream is it it seems like it's more frozen type of ice cream but when well, they roll it up it looks like the, well that's the thing a you lot get, harder you get you, know tr- I mean? you get a choice of like you know if you're gonna do it with milk or you're gonna do it with soy i don't know i don't know the damn name. how do you use soy oh i guess if you lactose intolerant yeah well that's not, I, you know man, go it, get ice cream you know that's the shittiest thing is getting older that i turned into lactose intolerant it fucking sucks i hate it I'm learning so much about your digestive system. It sucks, today. dude. It sucks. Like, cause I'm, I man, I used to drink whole milk, mm. and then the last time I had it, dude, I thought I was, uh, I thought I was pregnant. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh my god, oh god, it was awful pain. So then I went and got two percent. It was even worse. Oh, I was like, and then I go get almond milk, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Skin I'm okay, milk. <laughs> right? Yeah, water. Yeah, no shit. I mean, I was like, shit, dude, like. I can't do it no more, so now I'm, I'm a bitch. I got to do the... That's not a bitch. I got to do the sweat. Well, it is. I feel... I mean, whole milk is so good. Though. We're just at the age where everything... So good. You know, we're getting old, and our sense of our palates are changing because we're getting old. Our bodies are decaying. Our bodies are decaying. I know, but... It was so good. Whole milk is so good. It is. Nice and fatty. Yeah. Mm. But Rocket Brews, man. <laughs> I know. All that's <laughs> But back to... Yeah, right? Yeah. Like I said, man, the drinks... If they put one on the east side eventually, if you're listening, Jesse and Alex, you guys, man, that'd be awesome. It would it would do great, and I know you've got you know more than what you can handle over there right now at the, on the north side location. But man, I feel like it's done really well. Nobody's ever I've never heard a bad thing about any of the drinks there. So expansion is something I'm looking forward to. 
because we're you know where we work we're in on the east side of town every single day it'd be nice to go after work just to you know a few blocks away to pick one up instead of driving to the north side but i'm always down to drive to the north side anyway because that's where i am from i feel like joseph should be here so that he <laughs> exactly. says it's north side or he says it lubbock roosevelt uh, oh yeah we need to get into that okay lubbock roosevelt oh, yeah. made a big big uh statement this last week with um with the whole covid and virtual learning it's a really i i, I just God, i love what they do right now and I, and I like what they did so what they did is they sent out a statement out to parents saying that they're not well, not saying discontinue but that like right now since the covid numbers are low they've done a good job that they are removing virtual learning for kids unless that unless the CDC or the health department tells you you have to quarantine for 14 days. Wow. And I was like, that is, I mean, that's a ballsy move, but at the same time, I'm like, good. That is awesome because they are taking a step, big step moving forward, you know, around this COVID shit, man. And I like that. I really like that because, I mean, it's like, man, it, it just, these, I know these kids are scared and I know that. I mean, but like I tell these kids every day, man, you can get it anywhere. It don't, school, I mean, school is school, right? I yeah. mean, we're, but you could go you could go to the damn mailbox and get it from the postman because he probably had it and he put it on your damn mailbox by putting the mail in there. It, or, you know, it's it's just, it makes I don't me, know. It makes me wonder since they're such a small district, if they were also having attendance issues. Like kids that were well, like they were they, or they didn't I mean, have a way because because I know one of the big things is and one of the main reasons that the district switched to Canvas is because we can track student engagement and if they don't have a way of tracking that then they can potentially lose out on federal or on 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 state funding due to not being able to show that their students were engaged during that two hundred and forty or one hundred and eighty minute time limit but that's. I mean, that has to be hard on smaller districts. You know, Amarillo has done a yes. really good job of providing a way. I know it's been difficult on teachers, and we're, we're actually going to talk about that in a second. But it it makes me wonder if, if they just did it because they just didn't have a way. Like, they're like, hey, we can't do virtual. We can't accommodate that. It's, and so yes. come and come. you have to come to school. And virtual, man. And a lot of the kids, I don't know, I mean, James can agree with here. With A lot of our virtual kids, they're the most, they're the least responsible kids in the world. They just want to do it so they can be at home. Yep. And not do anything. I mean, it's straight. I'm like, I, I, when I when I send a mass email, okay, I tell them. I always I always warn them. If you do not get on your stuff, if you do not do what you're supposed to do, your butt will be back here in school. Yeah. You don't have a choice on that because we are here to provide. It doesn't matter if it's a virus or not. Now you're affecting your education, yeah. your livelihood, and they're like, well. This could get me sick, and I go, well, you know what? There's a lot of other things that can get you sick in this world. And There's a lot of the other. Just things. wait till the flu breaks out. Oh, right? then the flu's already here. Yeah, and but that's what I'm like. I'm, I'm like, I, I, that's the that's you being scared. That is a lame excuse. That is a lame excuse. You're being lazy. You're just trying to get out of the whole. I don't want to work. Like, that's BS, man. And it would be different if they're virtual and they're getting their work done. Yeah, if they were virtual and but doing what they're supposed to. When I when I hear other other people talk at other campuses and just people throughout the district, there's not an overwhelming number of students that are being highly successful with virtual learning. 
You know, and the district has gone out. We've gone out of our way. Teachers have. Staff has. We've talked about custodians have. They've gone out of their way to make sure that everything can be as safe as possible for kids to return. Right. And the fact yeah, is, exactly. is, the younger the kids are, the, l- the younger the kids are, they don't need to be virtual. Young kids do not need right. to be virtual. They, they, they don't need, need to be to. in school. And this whole thing, man, it doesn't seem like it's as big of a deal as we thought it was going to be, you know. With the amount of kids that were going to be out, we thought maybe we would be shut down by October. But, dude, it's not hitting us like I thought it would. What do you guys feel? I think, well, and, and you know, a big thing is, is or at least at our campus, everyone's wearing masks. Everyone is staying highly, highly clean and hygienic where kids are washing hands. Kids are, right. we're, we're, we're keeping kids' hands out of their mouth and out of their noses and off everybody else. There's lots of little things that are, in my opinion, are also going to help us with flu yeah, and the, with strep that we're doing. The reason we, I think that the, we're going to be hit twice as hard this year, you know, during the winter months is because we we have this new virus that's there. We also have the regular common flu that's going to be alive and well and really well, can't distinguish between the two unless you do the test. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a double whammy this year. And well, it's just going to... I th- feel like our our largest, you know, population that's going to get hit is going to come in the winter months. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I know before we got on the onto the onto the podcast today, we know Jared was we were talking about headaches. You know, we were talking about kids yeah. getting headaches, kids going to the nurse complaining about stomach and things like this. You know, and I, I mean, I feel for our nurses right now too because yes. our nurses are having to make tough decisions because. I, I I know I talked to my nurse the other day, and, and I mean a little girl probably. I mean, she probably I don't know maybe she was probably about to start her period or something like that. And, but since she was in so much pain and whatever the, the the stomach issues or whatever, that she pretty much had to say, "Well, we got to treat it like it's COVID." Yeah, and, the guidelines are very specific. If a and, kid comes and has and, a complaint about and, a specific and that, symptom, and those parents were pissed, and she's yeah. like, "I am going by what I'm told." Yeah, like you know, it might just be that that thing, but I I can't we can't take a risk and I and I feel and she's like you know she's like she's a sweet girl very respect you know very respectful but then her parents are jumping on my case, it's like it's like I'm just trying to protect her yeah and others and here. follow policy yeah, and so follow that policy, I can see my right? job exactly, and I I, I feel so bad and, you know so all the nurses out there at the schools. You're doing a hell of a job. You're doing a really great job. I hope that, like I said, I hope this goes away as fast as possible so we can kind of go back to normal with y'all. We are just putting up with the the boo-boos and things like that and making good, you know, good helpful calls, you know, about their kid. But now they're having to make tough decisions of, well, you're going to have to stay at home. I mean, I know parents don't want to hear that sometimes, but they have to. They yeah. have to do that. Well, and you know, and then <clears throat> we're, you know, kids that are missing, kids that are missing 10 days or more because they had an exposure. And so then they have to quarantine for 10 days, even though they're not showing symptoms. You know, the there's the conversation of, well, do we pull them out of their in-class support and put them in with just a virtual teacher? Because then by the time that all gets done, the kids have to switch back because they're not sick and they're not transitioning to virtual. They're just... They have to be home for two weeks because they're quarantined or they're having to isolate. Like it's it, man. It's just it's such an interesting year and all the challenges that are coming in. That 
I, I mean, I know this is another thing we've talked about, and I know you guys are kind of worried about it, but I am kind of worried about not necessarily a whole generation, but I do think a few years where our our education system and our students are struggling for more than just you know a one year COVID slide. You know that's yeah, that's my concern. It's definitely going to affect you know their their progress and development within the next couple years. You know we already talked about reading levels, how low they are with with certain kids, but yeah. I just feel like it is going to play a factor into how well they do in the future. Well, you know, we have those, we have the fifth graders from last year that got to move on to sixth grade, <clears throat> got to move on to sixth grade because there was no star test. Like yes. my son. Yeah. He was, and they're going to go through sixth grade without a star test. Right. Yeah. Yep. So that's two years where they really don't have any kind of accountability at the state level of tracking trends or tracking inefficiencies. So then when they get to seventh grade, when that's their first one in seventh grade as a seventh, seventh grade is not history, correct? No. Eighth grade's it's, history. Eighth uh, grade's math, math, reading, history, science. Yes. They will not have anything like that at all for the last, I mean, they skipped two, two important years. Two years, yes. And so uh, that's a big gap. End of, end of fifth grade and what you learn in sixth grade puts you on the right path to be successful yeah. seventh and eighth. That's, yeah, my, my son, he was a fifth grader last school year and I had thoughts of, you know, Held, holding him back. He's yeah. young enough. Yeah. We had the conversation with the principals and his teachers, and they felt like it wasn't, you know, the necessary step we needed to take. But I, that did cross my mind because of the gaps that are going to be there. You know, I had a great conversation with my daughter yesterday. We were talking about, because I was asking her how classes were. And she said, You know, my English teacher made a really good, uh, interesting comment about, you know, about reading. She said, You know, we need to do at least 30 minutes at home every day, you know. But she goes, but she gave, she's not just like reading a book. She's like, she's like, while we're watching TV, she's like, she said, put the subtitles on and read the subtitles. That's reading. It is. And then like, say, if you're listening to music, read the lyrics. Right. And, you know, read them out. And she's like, and she, her teacher was very like, just on all these ideas, like, you know, read to your little brother and sister, you know, or uh, it, it just make sure there's words where you're you're able to right. to read them. Like if you don't understand something, then maybe stop it and then go look. Like I was like, wow, like that's really creative. There's so many unique ways you can. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, you, I was like, you can how old's your kid? Uh, she's twelve. Oh, okay. Yeah, twelve might be a little bit different. I mean, I, my worry would be when they get thirteen, fourteen, maybe even a little older than twelve. The majority of the crap that we see on TV well, is at a fifth grade level, well, and so the I reading know. they need to be doing is more. Well, exactly. But, it's, but I get what you're saying. It's I get a what you're good. Saying. It's a good step. It's yes. just a little step. Yes, I agree that it's a just, good step. It's, yeah. a, it's a good supplement it's, it's, to the reading yeah. that they don't get at all. Exactly, and, and or the abbreviated reading they get on social media. I mean, it's still lengthy. Yeah, and. When you when you read the subtitles on on any show, I mean, and it's I, quick. You've got to be fast. You've got to have good pacing yeah. and tracking with with your with your word recognition and everything the way you read it. And I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it just like you said. It's just I'm not. It's not like it, she's not solving all the problems. It's just a good little supplement to really get you back going in. And I thought it that is. was good. Even I reading was, recipes, recipes, and, and you know measuring things and. Recipes are a big deal. If we can get kids doing recipes and baking no. and cooking, man, that's a saving grace for a lot of kids. Right? Because it's math, it's reading, it's fine motor, it's gross motor, oh, it's everything. responsibility. There's there's so many great things involved in cooking. I know a lot of my kids. I, you know, I, I, shout out to Mrs. Harden. Our, our, shout out. 
our our uh, home ec kid, uh, teacher, she does amazing with those kids. With you know, she was like, "This is not just home ec. Like I'm teaching you every little thing." Home ec is home ec is a terrible way of describing yeah, that class. Home like, economics. No, it's more like life well, skills. Well, I think well, I think it's called life skill. I, I mean, it's work. You know, but yeah, but home ec, home ec is what we called it when, yeah, we were, exactly. when we were growing up, and that's what we attended. But yeah, I learned more. I mean, I learned how to sew. Yeah, I learned how to interview. I learned how to create a resume. We watched The Apprentice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. shout out Miss Wheeler. Uh, but yeah, we did a lot of things. I learned how to bake. I learned how to cook. I learned how to properly measure. I didn't actually do any of that shit until my wife taught me how. Because well, like, I forgot. Little dash. <laughs> well, yeah, but no. But I mean, that was yeah. Exactly. That was that was definitely one of the best classes. I built a little. Um, I embroidered a pillow, and then we built a. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It was a little angel. It was Grandma cute as hell too. Style. But then we also put no. together we put together like a four hundred piece dollhouse. I remember doing that shit in high school. I remember and that do, was a big deal. In middle school, we made the blankets. We did the blank, the tie, the ones that you tie tie them. Oh yeah. Oh god. And it, it took time, yeah. But we got to donate to a bunch of you know for the winter to the kids. That's cool. And and was like it felt great. But I still know how to, I can still go and do it. And if I wanted, like, hey, we need to do this for the kids. We can make blankets. I can teach. you. It yeah, feels good. it feels good. So, yeah. So we started this whole thing on on masks or not masks, right? This is just virtual. Yeah. Virtual. So, how successful are the masks looking uh, with your campuses, with students, teachers, oh. people you see, or people just in general in our society? I don't know, man. <laughs> I I don't think they're even that damn necessary. Oh, when we went to the football game the other night, I went to the I was going to the booth, walking down the stairs and back up the stairs and everything. I probably. I I would I would say about twenty five percent were wearing mask. Kids, uh, everybody. Wow, twenty five percent. About twenty five percent. Everybody had their mask off. Close, all that, and I was yeah. The spectators didn't walk care. In, walking walking through the hall. Oh, oh, this is a game. This is the yeah. yeah this the this game, is still yeah. the game. Yeah, a Texas like, high school football game. You know, class five A six A. It was, and I just people didn't obey it. They didn't care. Oh gosh. Sorry. It's just, and that's the world that we're tired of it. Everyone's exhausted from the from the mandates of like having even, to wear them and being ridiculed for not wearing them. You because like, you, you know, even with know. me, I mean, I, I mean, there's times I practice like because we they have their face their helmets on, right? We put the face shields on. Yeah. Okay, so that's considered a mask for the kids. So when they have their mask on, I I, I take mine down so I can talk and they can see my reaction. You know, and that, that, because if I keep a mask on, it's hard for them to read, read me. It well, is. half the time it's hard it, for them to understand who's yelling and then yeah. they're tracking, trying to find. There's a yelling. disconnect that. that comes with the mask wearing and mm-hmm. it, it's awkward and it's weird. And I, I, I just want us to get away from it. Yeah. So well, I got to tell the kids, if you put your helmet on and you got, you know, we got the face shield. It gives me an opportunity to put my mask down so you can see where I'm looking at and you can see my face reactions and the, you know, because that's important for the kids to understand a lot about the the game, but also that we're here for, you know, we're here to do something, not just waste time. And did y'all see the, uh, since you, you know, you mentioned the game, um, did y'all see the mom that was arrested? At the high school, or the did, middle school yeah, football game, that. it was a junior well, high football game or something like that. That was excessive well, and unnecessary. Here, okay, so uh, speaking on that too, you know, we I had, like y'all's opinion. Well, here's 
I'll get you my opinion on that real quick because on Monday and Tuesday, we had our first scrimmages for the middle school, okay? And whenever I have the meetings with my with my ADs and everything like that, you know, they're like, make sure you tell parents that they got to have masks, we got to stay six feet away, all this and all that. James, tell Scott, uh, tell Scott what you saw with that. What did you see, James? <laughs> Disobedience. <laughs> like... Just, it was just a, disobedience. Just a normal, right. like a normal game, man. Like everybody's running, kids I, running around. I understand. And I, I don't know. There, we have a lot of kids, you know, in athletics on the football team, and there's a lot of families and friends that want to come watch, siblings and whatnot. We don't have very much room for them on the sidelines to to social distance. We really don't. So I don't blame them, but I feel like districts around the state if they wanted to avoid those problems they should have just banned all parents from attending it, it games kind of one of the all things, spectators yeah. can't come this year Art. i mean but now they're they're you know casting the blame back on us yeah but there's no nothing we can do As, uh, exactly well and at the, at the point of the game you're at your capacity of coaching so you're doing your job at that point As, uh, right. yeah, so Art, then my Art. question was so there was no enforcement of well, we have an administrator out there okay, and the, signs. Here, here's right? the thing. Okay, so with that being said, yes, we do have the signs. Because James asked, you know what? We have them. They're out there, right? I haven't, I haven't looked yeah. at the signs. They well, just they, say mask up. Well, spread, they, they, spread they, it just, love, not germs. It kind of just tells you, you know, if you're feeling sick, all you know, all you don't need to come. But I mean, we we don't have control of that. We can't just sit there. Hey, uh, no, you got. We we got to focus on our kids and protect right. them. Yeah, we're just expecting those parents to hopeful or guardians. Hopefully, they follow protocol. Right. Okay. So then there's our our, our admin, our assistant principal out there, you know, and if she came out to me the next day and she's like, "Well, what did you, you know, a lot of these parents?" And I was like, I looked at her and I said, you know, hey, when I sent out the email about the update of the game, I put on there parents and guardians. With, you know, even with children, make sure that you practice social distancing six feet apart and make sure you have your mask. You know, it's very important that we do this so we can keep the game going. I, I put it up there. Okay. It's there. Right. I, that's all I can do. That's all I can do. I cannot go individually because that would take hours. I'm not joking. That would take, and then fights, arguments. Yeah. It's like, not worth it. And, and like you said, you know, the mom that got arrested at the middle school game, I mean, was it worth it? Well, and, and a lot of people are saying she got arrested. She didn't get arrested for not oh, wearing a mask. Or she was trespassed because they told her, put on a mask or you have to leave. Okay. And she said, I'm not putting on a mask and I'm not leaving. So he arrested her. Okay. But she's not, she didn't get arrested for not wearing a mask. I mean, yes, you can say. Right. There's yeah, always, she got arrested for not wearing a mask, but it's actually not There's always happened. deeper facts that aren't revealed to us when we read those articles but that, that, or we watch the videos yeah. but that's 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 crazy for to assume so how many how many how many individuals in the stands would you say over a hundred oh yeah there's no way to really police it's, that effic- efficiently with with one administrator and maybe one exactly. resa- resource it's, officer. it's such a gray area as we're in a huge huge gray well area. and that's the thing it's not a gray area to me i don't it's, see it as a gray area you're saying and this is this is this is me as an Amarillo citizen. You're saying that in order for me to go watch the game, I have to wear masks, or I can't watch the game, and I have to socially distance. 
But if no one is doing that and there's no enforcement, to me, that's not a gray area. That's just you coming up saying do something, but then you're not making, yeah. you're not, you're oh, not yeah. enforcing that. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's a shame. I mean, it's, I, I keep, you know, and when I send out the messages every, you know, every week about, you know, our scrimmage, like, you know, our game coming, like I'll send it out tonight, you know, telling people where the game is at, make sure your practice also this, you know, I'm going to send that out, you know, cause I, ha- I have to, you know, I have to do that, but I, I can't focus, like I said, I can't focus on what they do. I got to focus on what I'm doing with my athletes, and that's all I can focus on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how you guys feel about the whole mask thing and if it's if you feel like it's trending in a productive direction or if it's even effective at all, but I'm just to the point where as much as what I've seen, it, it's just not doing what we thought it would do as far as, you know, the trend you know limiting the transmission it, to a degree it does with the droplets or whatnot but the amount of like non-discipline that we have as humans we still are transmitting it in one way or another people are still pulling it down the masks themselves are filthy we're breathing into them all day they get left on surfaces people are scratching their face it it's they're not they're they're not as effective as as we initially thought they should be or, or could be and i don't see why we should even wear them anymore i usually go through three masks a day i do one in the morning i do one around the lunchish time because i'm usually more busy than just going everywhere and then i do one in the afternoon i i mean I'm, i i totally get the science behind why you should wear certain masks because they do they cancel the amount of droplets i totally get that right i also get the 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 need that if a business says you have to wear a mask to come in you should wear a mask or don't shop there that's that's the business's choice and that's your choice as an american i also get the mass of it's what the district says that we have to do from the public health in order to essentially stay open and to stop from being quarantined due to exposure everything past that i think is just un, i think is unnecessary political bull I really do. Right. You know, if the if if, if Emerald if the public health says, AI Steve, if you want to stay open, everyone's gotta wear masks. Well then everyone wears masks. Students need to learn. We have jobs to do. That has to happen. If business says, Well, we don't want you in here unless you're wearing a mask, put on a mask or go shop somewhere else. Everything else beyond that is bullcrap. My my deal is I'm just totally annoyed with them and they're they they do, like I said, to a degree, they, they are beneficial. They don't, they help the transmission, you know, in a lot of ways, but. But they're not the end all be all. No, it's not a f- permanent fix or a hundred percent seal of approval that, you know, that we can live by because it has its drawbacks. It has its downfalls with the amount of touching our face and the discomfort it brings with it on our face. We're still touching things. We're still touching our face no matter what, if it's there or not there. I mean, it's, it's just not as effective as I thought it, you know, it initially should be. I do find myself washing my hands a lot more or hand sanitizing a lot more. Oh yeah, I right. do. I do that. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's, that's one the of the biggest, that's one of the big kickers. Right. We're just, we are, we're more hygienic. We're a little more healthy, especially in schools. We try to, we try to get that base. Covered. And the masks have brought on that, you know, wearing a mask, it makes you feel like you need to be more, I don't know cleanliness as a you know your hygiene needs to be better so it has brought that positive uptick in people but 
we, you know, we, we, as a society, we're still, we're still going to transmit it no matter what, I don't know. no matter what's on our face. Everybody wash your ass. Now just, like, wash it becomes your a, <laughs> yeah. it's a huge fight with everybody too. Like I hate that the, the drama it brings with, are you wearing one? Are you not wearing one? And the issues people have with each other. You know, I'm not gonna like I said. It's your choice. I'm not gonna waste my breath on you. You know, right. telling you what to do. We have to wear them. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna wear them. Part of our our well, job. I'm gonna but, wear them because, like I said, it's it's this thing's bigger than me. I'm just know? trying to voice that I'm just annoyed with them. Oh, we are with them. I know. I mean, there's a lot of people are but like I'm gonna do it because this it's just a bigger. There's a bigger thing than me. You know, I I want not only for myself, but I want to make sure that you know my students and everybody's protected their families protected you know but going out of the way and going having an argument with somebody i'm not gonna like that if that's what you want to do do it all right i'm not gonna i'm annoyed with no. 90 degree days in fall <laughs> what the hell was that yesterday god damn dude, that you, sucked and today's beautiful well it's, it's gonna be windy. nice it's, it's gonna windy. be windy but yeah, yeah but that's a cold front coming in well still that's i can those feel that. good hey, yeah I, I like the wind every now and then but when it's consistently windy oh, dude, every day, yeah. it's annoying. It's, here's the thing: on Thursday, Jared and uh, we're out of practice, and it got hot. It got hot, like High 90s. I, so we're sitting there looking at the kids, and I'm like, "Everybody off the field! Everybody gets out of the field. We go to our water spot, get the water, <laughs> start throwing it on." Heck like, yeah! <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, "It's cold." I'm like, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. Ninety <laughs> degrees outside. Right? Yes, it's cold. That's good. Because there's some like there's some kids that were turning, you know, kind of that this color, yeah. and it was starting to scare me because there's especially so. I mean, our uh, our our thing, you know, still talking about the COVID stuff. You know, we we used to, we're so not we're not supposed to provide water for our kids. They have to bring it themselves, but most of our kids can't do that, yeah. you know, and so I, I'm like at this point, it's like, all right, th- this is where I kind of get in the gray area. This is live or death. Like, you know, I don't want to sit here and see three or four kids pass out from heat exhaustion. Yeah. So I'm going to get them all. I'm going to throw water on them so they don't. Yeah. That, that doesn't cool happen. Yeah. Yeah. I get you uh, there. Uh, like that, that scares me. So. Oh, yeah. I tell people, I'm like, I'm, we're going to have to provide water. We got to. Yeah. I mean, if we don't. Our Liability kid, is on us. Yes. And these kids are more likely to, you know, yeah. have a heat stroke on the field and have long-term effects from that versus, yeah. you know, the whole COVID stuff. Like I can remember, I'm more worried about that when it's hot. Yeah. I can stick a garden hose at a kid and spray it at them from five feet away and they're going to get water in their mouth. And yeah, exactly. And then everything's fine. Exactly. And I, I was telling James, I said, man, I remember one year we had, we were running and I'm not joking to this kid from heat exhaustion. Just, he stopped and he just stiffed up and he just fell straight on his face. Oh man. And like we ran over there. I mean, he was, I mean, this guy, kid was brown. I mean, but he was white. He's pale. Yes. And we're sitting there waiting, trying to more pour water on him, everything like that. We finally get him up. We get him inside. And I mean, talk about the scariest 15 minutes of my life. Like yeah. he wasn't sweating. He, I mean, he, I mean, we were just like, and uh, it's and, scary, man. So his mom gets up there and she's really concerned. And, so his mom's like, did you drink any water today? And she's like, no. So she, she slaps him. <laughs> I was about to say. She slaps him in the yeah, back. Of, you dumbass. Like, 
But that's the thing, man. You know, it's as you can do as much as you can for these kids, but at the same time, these these are young adults. These are responsible teenagers, and if they they need to know, they they have to be able to start kind of taking care of themselves. They have to, and I tell the kids every day: make sure you're drinking water, 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 not coke, not juice. Well, they eat takis, they eat all this. Chips, junk, junk food, yeah. Snacks. So that just yeah. takes everything out. So. Which that's a completely different thing that we re- that we don't need to talk about or get into. But now more than ever, we really need to start pushing eating healthy, well, not yeah. all this processed shit. I mean, it's well, it's it is it is insanely easier to grab grapes and have them last you days than spend the same amount on talkies in yeah, one bag. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's just a convenience, especially That's why they're fucking convenience, convenience stores. The flavor is addictive to these kids; like they they want it, they crave it. And especially whenever I tell them, like, "Hey, you got to bring your own water, okay? If I have to bring my water, I'm going to bring a jug, okay? And then, like you said, I'm going to eat healthy yeah. grapes, cucumbers, all the great. I mean, that all has water. So, how many kids are bringing? Mm. A big old thing of Powerade that's chalked full with sixty grams of sugar. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I get, I get a little bit of Powerade. You know, you need a little bit of sugar in your well, system you to kind of help. Yeah. And I totally get that, but you don't need a big giant yeah. thing. Yeah, and you I tell him, on. I'm like, one kid sitting in the drill, I was like, "Wait, that's bad." He's like, "It's Powerade." I'm like, "It's no. Powerade." I'm like, "You, do, that's for after, after the, your workout, after you do your." I said, like, "You don't drink that till yeah." And I was like, "You drink water, yeah. water, water. I don't care how if you don't like it, you're gonna do it. Water, right." So, but man, you know, it's crazy. You know, shit. It, how how difficult is that with kids that are a little bit more grown up? My two year old and four year old eat what I put in front of them, so there's not a whole lot of choice. There's there's but, tons of kids every day that opt out of eating. Yeah, that at lunch we have you know two or three long long tables that are filled with non eaters because they don't want to eat the food that the cafeteria pre- prepares and so they, and know, they just junk food up. Yeah, they mm-hmm. just they sneak you know. Their, their snacks out of their pocket and they sit there and they sna- they eat on that for lunch and it's totally That's unhealthy. That's not good. It's not I'm good. Telling you, bro, we, we know. We tell them like, well, get ready like, for practice. Even, even if the cafeteria food doesn't taste the best, you need protein, you need you need cool. the nu- nutrients. That's the biggest false. Cool. Cafeteria food is not that bad. It's but not that some bad. shit food. But there's, not cafeteria But they provide, food. there's, there's salad. We, there's, there's greens. Yeah, and it's good salad. Yes. But you know what? We have children now that are totally privileged and entitled that think they're above school cafeteria food and it's it's ridiculous because it, we just live in a society that's just ungrateful amen to that yeah. even like even we've had kids like you know the whole snack pack thing they i think right now our numbers are very very low with snack pack very low because they don't want to be, they don't want to be seen with. Oh, that's stuff. a shame. And I'm like, snack pack does such great things. For that's what I was like, dude. There's nothing wrong with having a snack pack. Like that is for you for the weekend, so you can have just a little, just a little uh, an award. Like you don't get that at home, so why not? See, and I've never, I've never seen that at the middle school level. And so, you know, elementary, oh. the kids don't care. Elementary, it's almost oh. the kids, the kids have no problem but with here's it. The thing. Right, dude, they, the middle that school shift, dude. They get good stuff. I mean, they it's get good, good stuff, and they'll leave it laying around. They don't necessarily take pride in in the gift. I mean, they just discard it, and it's it's sad. You know, and what's weird, James? Uh, when we started as tutors, 
12 years ago, 13 years ago, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember the kids being that way. I mean, I remember Kids Cafe and those kids yeah. would eat two or three servings and it was, you know, and, and those kids now that we had back then, what are they in their mid 20s? Yeah. But those kids would eat. They there was would. no and kids were not hungry. I mean, if the kid was hungry, they ate. And they had no problem eating and no problem doing it. I don't I don't understand that with kids now. I don't understand it no. either with the I ate it. I, I ate Man. I ate breakfast all like in elementary all the time. In middle school in eighth grade, because our sixth and eighth grade, uh I'd ate bre- I ate breakfast in the cafeteria. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. And that was twenty years ago. Yeah. We're a lot different than well, the generation I'm, now. And well, I, and I'm the, thankful for that. And then in high school, you know, that was different, you know, but but I was I was already a young adult. Yeah. So after workout, I had my oh man, it was so good all the time. The P, uh, PB and J with banana, yeah. bananas yeah. with the, the with the whey protein. Mm. I made bad choices mm. in high school, so there's nothing <laughs> we better know, than a PB. We know that. That's we why don't you, need to go there. That's why you got ten kids out there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding, Kalen. There's not ten. There's not there's ten. Eight. <laughs> Maybe. Four. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries, right? <laughs> Sorry. They just came across the little ticker on James' oh. thing, and oh, yeah. it, it fit in well. Nah, fuck that. Even man. though unsolved mysteries... Oh, hell, never mind. Those, that shit was like murder and yeah, stuff. Never Robert, mind. Dude, that, that shit scared the fuck out of me back in the day. Dude, I hated that them. was oh, good. Yeah, Do you remember... Dude. um Sightings on 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 Sci-Fi yeah, Channel, UFO sightings and uh, shit. That was. We watched a movie on Netflix and, last and, night, and we're back at UFOs again. We're, right? we are, yeah. <laughs> we're aliens and shit. We're approaching fall. We're approaching you know Halloween, which is my favorite time of the year. So we're trying to challenge ourselves, me and me and Stella, to watch you know a Stella, scary movie. Stella and I. Yeah, Stella and I. My Sorry. bad. We're not part perfect on here. Um, we're gonna watch a scary movie every night. Uh, we watched Polaroid last night. It was terrible. I was trying so to think, don't watch that movie don't watch on Netflix. That one. You know, there's this one movie. I can't think of the name of it. You should look up what it is. It's with the guy from The Mighty Ducks. And it's with a chick from Transformers, the first one. And they're married and something. And he is like haunted by this little this Asian woman that him and his friends like abused or something. Anyway, it's also trash and it has to do with cameras. Hmm. I hate those movies. Man. So best scary movie, but I'm looking forward to all the scary stuff that's going to come on TV. So Even the watch- baking shows like the Halloween wars. Y'all watch those? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Those Cupcake are awesome. Wars. Like the cooking stuff. Like they got to make all these, uh, Halloween themed dishes and stuff. I don't know. So what's your go-to I scary movie then for? Like if you just, if you know you, you want a good scary movie, what's your go-to? I would say The Shining. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Town. We watched We actually watched that. scares me. <laughs> Hocus Pocus was a great movie, dude. Pena does not like scary movies. You do not like scary so movies? So I don't think, pussy. I don't think you're a fan of Halloween either, are you? No, I love Halloween. I just can't handle the scary stuff. I'm a pussy. So like The Conjuring? Yeah, I'm scared. Did you see that movie? No, because I'm scared. I like The I Conjuring. Think, I, I thought it was good, too. My wife hated it. We took her to go see it, and I told her that it was a movie about a ghost. And so she went to go see it, and it's not necessarily about a ghost, and she got pissed because she's very Catholic. Um, and so she doesn't like dealing with or watching movies about that stuff. But good time. And it's so interesting, though. That's why I love you know, ghost stories, Yeah, 
scary movies. It's all interesting stuff, especially when it's based on like true events. So, but, Aaron, would you live stream a special Bomb City Locker Room Talk episode where we watch The Conjuring? I would do it, yeah, but I'm gonna have my my. I'm gonna be like this. No, you can't do that. I have to. You gotta watch it. I'm telling, dude. If I do it, I'm gonna have nightmares forever. That's okay. You can call me. No, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you, I remember. I I can still remember watching the Blair Watch Blair Witch Project, and I did not sleep for a whole week because I was like, what is that sound? Fuck shit. Like in so the movie that you don't see anything, right? Right, exactly. Uh, How are you scared bitch, of that one? Come on, man. I don't. Know, I it was don't just know. the unknown you were scared of. Did you? Right? Did you what about Casper uh, with Christina Ricci when uh, we were kids? Right. Well, that was fine. Okay, know. that movie had scary parts. It, yeah. But I do think you know, in the funny. month of October, we've got to do a few scary, spooky podcasts. Oh, definitely. Well, you got any ideas out there, listeners? Listener. Yeah. <laughs> Listener. Listener. So, so, Aaron, would you do it? Would you do a Ouija board? No. James, no. would you do a Ouija board? Um, I don't know. I don't know. If it was like a, a throwback original one, probably, but these new, the Hasbro new version. I think Hasbro. Still, it, no. Are they the ones that originally I think Hasbro, made it? yeah. They've mm-hmm. always made it. But I'm, I'm saying, you know, one back from, you know, the 30s and 40s, I would, I'd grab that thing and try it. But, you know, the one from target right now probably not probably on sale <laughs> the mystique so, of the the nope. throwback one <laughs> the mystique of it when it says yeah. hasbro on the bottom hey. <laughs> fucking fisher price, <laughs> fisher price. <laughs> <laughs> but aaron so if, if i got no James, but there's got to be some real one like some uh, homemade ones mm. that are out there that people have made that are super old like those are the ones i want to grab my hands on i think I, we I should try to find a haunted house and do an episode let's do it Fans, people that listen to us, people that just play us because you annoy other people with our sound. If you can, here's the thing: only way I do it at a haunted house if we get a hundred likes on what haunted so, house. So if we the post, haunted location, if we post on haunted our location. Facebook for a hundred likes, Aaron will go to a haunted location with us and a Ouija board. No Ouija board. You bitch. I can't. Okay. okay, so what if Minus it was a- the Ouija board, just go to a haunted location. And- a haunted. What if it was a legitimately haunted hotel? Would you stay the night with us? I would. I, would, I had to. I'm there with if you. If I could get us into the Herring Hotel, would you do a podcast there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, my. See, the juices dude. are flowing. The juices are flowing. Oh, I feel like Aaron when I've had veggie straws. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm fucking terrified. We've got to do more paranormal. <laughs> I'm episodes. Tis the season. It is. Tis and then we the can season. we can talk about Thanksgiving and how that's just a piece of commercial trash. Hey, I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is great and all. I'm not talking about the tree. Okay, yes, there's commercial trash, but man, the family, the family, the is family good. part. What then, is it about this time of the year? We've got Halloween. We've got Thanksgiving. We've got Christmas. Is it just the cold? Is that what it is? Did we yeah, find well, did we find reasons to, to come together and celebrate because it's cold and people are well, going to be you, depressed? You get to be more. Yes, yes. Well, you're inside more. You get to hang out with the family more, you know. Because summertime, I mean, you want to try to get out and about, you know. Well, yeah. This last summer, not so much. But, but yeah, I mean, that's why you do it. So Yeah, I'm, we're looking forward to the holidays. We're going to do a lot of podcast-themed holiday episodes. Are y'all going to so, go to Maxwell's? Y'all gonna do the uh, pumpkin patch because they've got like it. a uh, <sighs> I don't know. 
a sunflower field too. Where yeah. You can go and stroll through the sunflowers, take pictures. That'd be cool for the kids. I personally don't mind skipping any of that stuff, but <laughs> the kids, for the kids, yes, definitely. Yours is more into the occult. Yes. You like the occult side yes. of the time of year. Not as, necessarily as do the, you. So. I do. I like it all. I love this time of year. It's cold. Things die. I'm just kidding. That's not why I like it, but it's fun. No, I, I, I do think that, man, if we could, it would be really cool if we could get into the herring. Honestly, I, I think it would be a lot of fun to do a pitch black podcast somewhere. Somewhere. And then just cemetery. Cemetery. And then just sneak in the Ouija board just to piss Aaron off. Oh man, you're not gonna piss he's gonna run out of there. No, you're, I'm not. You're not gonna piss me off. I'm gonna oh. run because I'm gonna be no, scared. Oh come on, I do. I'm telling you, I'm a bitch. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'll be a man and say it. I'm a. Bitch. I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm bitch. a bitch, and I get scared of scary stuff on the TV. I know it's fake. Mike Gundy. Woo. Mike Gundy. Mullet man. I do. God, I do. It terrifies me. That's well, okay. I'm excited for that. Because this time of the year is my favorite, so I'm all for it. You guys just let me know if you have any ideas. Hit us up, Bomb City Locker Room Talk. Dot com. <laughs> dot. <laughs> dot. <laughs> Bomb City Locker Room Talk. Dot, dot com. Bomb City Locker Room Talk at Hotmail. No, <laughs> okay, that was my very first. I remember I made this when I was 12. I was either 12 or 13. And my very first email address I created for myself was, was Jared Scott 2005 at Hotmail. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's when I graduate high school. That's a really cool year. And, and I did it. And I, I still have that email address. So if you want to send something to Jared Scott 2005 at Hotmail.com, no. you go for it. If you want to send me to Milkman <laughs> under, underscore 69999 at Hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> We'll bring you back up, or, or AOL Instant <laughs> Messenger. Yep. Hit your hit your handle up. Mine was uh, your screen name. Grim one eighty. Grim one eighty. Wow. Grim so is there ever? I mean, have they? All right. So James just turned the the TV on and we're watching the the Washington football team, uh, and the crappiest team to ever play, the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Um, hey man, they're pretty bad. Well, I mean, they're in they Cle- are, but they have a chance to go two and one, which is a winning record for the first time in six years if they pull off the win today. Well, come on, Baker. Let's anyway, go, Baker. So is Washington, do you see them getting an actual football name, a team name this year? Or do you think, think it's just going to be after the season? Yeah. Or do you think they should just leave it come to on, Washington? Baker. Oh, wow. Yes, that was embarrassing. God, offensive line. That's man. Screw the offensive line. There was absolutely, he had no idea. He had no presence of mind. He had nowhere to go with the ball either. Yeah. Well. Uh, he could have done a lot more oh, than they, just, stay, oh, just they, stand there. Oh, they looped. Look at that. He's they, not looking around. Nothing. He, they looped. That's terrible. Yeah. But, but all right, James. Get us, get us closed out so we can watch some yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, Let's get this yeah. Over. It's Sunday. Um, you guys stay tuned. Next week, we'll bring you a new podcast. We're going to be on top of it. We won't go within, you know, what, two weeks. Yeah. Or we won't, and you'll get the same kind of shit that you got today, but we'll be just as happy to talk to you. I am Jared Scott. I am Aaron Pena. And I am James Fairchild. Thank you guys for listening to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace. Later. Bye.